everybody, and uh, welcome to Father Fonic, the only show on the web where you can listen to two brothers torture their out-of-touch father with modern music. Every week, the brothers Rosilio pick out a new-ish release on their radar and submit it for approval to their dear old pops, himself a massive music fan in his heyday. Uh, will he love it? Will he hate it? Will his ears someday resign in protest? That's what this show is all about. I'm Tommy Rosilio. And I'm Jimmy Rosilio. This week... Uh, we are doing Magic 10 Tricks Point Never by 10 Tricks Point Never. This album is very much a nod to radio and about being trapped within a radio. It also serves as a reflection of this whole career. I've listened to, uh, this is fifth um, release on Warp Records, and I've listened to three of his other releases. And before we go any further, maybe the third host should introduce himself. Hi, uh, I'm Anthony Rosilio. I'm glad to be here with my Spawn, uh, Tommy <laughs> Rosilio and Jimmy Rosilio. Uh, maybe Spawn isn't the nicest thing. It does sound disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought we were here to talk about Led Zeppelin Four, which has been never discussed at length by anyone. So whatever we're talking about, Magic 106.7 or That's the exactly Zoo. what it's referencing there. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that was a joke. I have no clue. <laughs> Dad took one like look at the title and he was like, I'm gonna I, I'm really gonna get him for this yeah, one. Yeah, he really didn't see this one coming. I didn't see this one coming, but hey, that's good. That's why it's good to be old and naive and not really in touch. But yes, I'm glad to be here. This is our second episode. Um, all right, let's get down to it. Shall well, we? So what how um what's your history with 10 Tricks Point Never? I so guess you should really ask. for 10 Tricks Point Never for me, it's really just the uncut gem soundtrack and maybe the uh good time. good time. In good in the good time soundtrack and maybe me hearing a glimpse of something maybe you guys were playing. Um besides that, I thought it was only always music uh, for people on Quaaludes. Uh, no one even knows what Quaaludes are. I think they're pretty much illegal. And the last time anyone heard about them was when they said, talked about him on The Wolf of Wall Street. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that's my limited experience. I thought the soundtrack was cool. Uh, so we're here now to talk about the album. And so I have really limited history, which is great. And but he, I, he loves R Plus 7. That's his, that's his favorite I album. I don't even know. If, I don't even know what that is. And <laughs> I do, you know, I do like some electronica, but probably not, you know, a lot of the newer stuff yeah. that real sounds yeah. real dated. So great. Yeah. I personally am a big fan of One Out Tricks Point Never, especially, obviously, his album Replica. It's more sort of sample based than this one, but I, I really uh, fell in love with it over time. And uh, of course, I love a good R Plus 7 myself. And uh, who doesn't love the Echo Jams that he created under his Vaporwave moniker of Daniel Lo, uh, Daniel Lopatin? Or wait, what did he use a different one? No, that was, he used his real name. He used his real name? Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, uh, going into this, I was pretty excited to hear what Mr. Lopatin cooked up for us this time. Yeah, as I said earlier, I've listened to three of his other albums. I listened to replica garden of delete in a car ride so i need to give that a re-listen and r plus seven r plus seven was my favorite i, I really like the imagery of it that one's very it's very cinematic much like hence why he's gotten into scores and yeah i was excited for this one i liked the concept so yeah but dad your thoughts on the album should I refer back to our first episode? By the way, cheap, shameless plug, first episode now streaming, I think, somewhere, which you'll talk about later. Yes, by the time but, you're hearing this, it'll be out for a week. Okay. So I I hate to say this. I guess I just don't I guess I just don't understand this. This <laughs> album, right? So it didn't 
it didn't grab me at times. It, it, it too much of a background quality. And I had to remind myself I was listening to this several times. And I, I, I listened to it, you know, five, maybe, maybe five, almost six times. Um, and then, you know, there's some dissonance in there um, that sort of snaps you back. It does into, contain dissonance. Yes, yes. It, it snaps me. It snaps me back into, oh, I'm listening to this. You know, I'm listening to this album. Um, and I'd be like, oh, wait a minute. That's cool. It would be a sample or a vocal drop where maybe someone would start singing or sort of rapping. I would it sort of brought me back in. It's almost like a, it's a soundscape for a digital world while you're floating in space. If I had to, if I had to tune in to the earth and listen to the sounds <laughs> of either what was playing on the radio or playing in someone's house or playing at a concert hall. Like, I feel like it's like strips and pieces of that. It didn't resonate with me as an album of say like, oh yeah, that's, I love this. Or I feel like, I'm going to listen to this or like, oh, I need to tell someone about this track. So it sort of missed the mark for me. And I, you know, it, it, who knows if it's an age thing or if it's one of those things where I didn't get it or I don't know, I just, you know, I, I just didn't comprehend. But there, there, not that I dislike every track, which we'll start, we'll talk about tracks later. But overall, I, I felt sort of flat or like I didn't, I wasn't engaged enough with it, it didn't speak to me enough. Jimmy, I think it's time to throw him in the retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, guys. No, I, I completely understand that reaction, and I, I agree with a lot of how you described it. But before I get into my reaction, Jimmy, what do you, what do you what did you think of this one overall? Uh, I like the album. What? Never mind. <laughs> Just kidding. I like the album. It wasn't one of my favorites by him. Um, I, I I need to give a uh, Garden of Delete. A re-listen, but I definitely say it was below R plus seven and replica. But I thought that it it definitely communicated its message and its concept better than more than I enjoyed each individual song. That being said, I definitely think the first half of the album, the first two thirds of the album, is very solid. Mm. But the back third trails off for me a bit. Interesting. Yeah. I, I really love this upon first listen, and um, it kind of grew off me a bit, actually. I, I like love it probably the most I've loved any One Tricks release upon first listen. Um, mm. Not to say like I disliked any of the other ones upon first listen, but they grew on me more the more I listened to them. This one, this one kind of wore off after a while, and I'm, I still think it's a great album. I think there's still a lot of very strong aspects to it. But I, I don't I don't find myself in totally as in love with like the cut up psychedelic. Uh, Whoa! Different... Hey! 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 <laughs> Whoa! What? What's this? It's a new oh, segment. Oh yeah! Wait, wait a minute! Oh, um, I, I didn't have that here. We're adding a new spin where we have a prediction of phrases or comparisons people will make. Yes, because we're so familiar with what each other says about every little last <laughs> thing. Uh, in our lives uh, like i always call food delicious apparently yes. uh, i'm always very food positive and delicious was my go-to descriptor so yeah we figured we'd predict what each other is going to basically say about each release we talk about so Jimmy, this one was perhaps kind of cheap <laughs> because how else because because it definitely applies to the album it's not anything it's not some hot take that he would make but i did have the word psychedelic written down I, I did anticipate psychedelic, but Damn. yes, go on. Yeah, but I, 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 I like the um, churning, bubbling, like 
cut up sound collage aspect of this album all these different like dancing synth lines and, and samples that come in and out it's very stream of consciousness um and i i think you know um it, it's kind of wondrous upon first listen but it starts to get just the tiniest bit tedious upon repeat listens when you're going through all this again and the twists and turns aren't as unexpected it, it's not quite as rewarding even though i think there are a lot of layers to this album but we'll get more into that in a second i i, I would agree with that it wore off on me as well <laughs> you know it's funny yeah i'll let you get back i just say this i went the other way the first two times i listened to it i was like "Ooh, how am i going to get to the next how am i going to get interested but in that's this? also because you you haven't had much experience with this genre of music as well so it's also just you getting in getting in the frame of mind of it yeah, that's that's a good point that, that's a good point even though i was even though it didn't grow even even though it didn't grow that much it grew a little bit mm -hmm. but yeah for me it's because of what you said how some parts fade into the background which are intentional but it, but the fact that those fade into the background it makes it makes all the really standout moments really like stark and it is and those are the most memorable moments so i found i often remembered when i looked at the track list i was like oh i mostly remember things from the first from the first yeah. like 10 songs of the album and then the back half was kind of you know nothing grasped me and even then there were some bits of like for the first two lists but like i forgot the songs who who listens to this album I don't try, you know what I mean? I'm being being serious. Like I don't want to sound. I'm not trying to be jerky. I'm just like, who listens to this? I think it's a good album to space out to. There's like a lot mm. of like different ebbs and flows to it. I mean, I'm not just saying that because there's lots of ocean wave samples, but like kind of like comes and goes in and out of it. There is an ambient sort of background aspect to it. Sure. A lot of the songs have really. We're gonna get to like the specific songs, but songs like "Long Road Home" and um, "I Don't Love Me Anymore." I think those are are good songs like vocally as well those are yeah. more traditional as traditional as he'll get songs and of course no nightmares but there are some more accessible songs in this album but yeah it's generally you know music nerds yeah i think it's weird that you um, say that because it's it's overall his most accessible like yeah yeah well, okay hey, hey this is for me i'll to compare a bit, Replica is like all these different cut up samples from like commercials layered over each other in very experimental fashion. Then R plus seven is like it, it, it shifts and change songs in like the middle of each track, like kind of making all the like the separations kind of pointless. That one is very plucky and, and synthetic. Plucky. Yeah. yeah. Which is the nature of the album that shows up in this one as well. Because this album is very much self referential. So when I tried to describe some songs as to previous things I'd listened to, the most obvious and stark thing was like, oh, it reminds me of this other One or Tricks Point Never album, because that's that's the intention of the record. Anyway, let's um let's get into some tracks, Dad. What were some of your favorites? Uh, I liked uh, Long Road Home. It, it really had it had a dreamlike uh, sound to me, and it had like the strings work and, and a bit of a Daft Punk type thing going into it. I don't know. Were you gonna write that? I was gonna write that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and the lyrics are cool as hell, even though I have no idea what they mean. Right? Uh, if you yeah. if you if you look at the lyrics, I was like, oh, 
that's pretty that's pretty cool because it's like a map as you're looking over the sky digital world like mm -hmm. i was like oh yeah i almost but then i i didn't i almost said oh i'm gonna look to see what they the mean i'm like no no i can't look up the lyrics or the meaning because they only mean something to you <laughs> different than what maybe the artist thought but i like that song because of because of sort of the points i talked about what about you guys on that song? yeah i like that song a lot there's um a lot of different elements to it that kind of interweave and come in and out like all these different triplet synth beats that like sort of pop in and out and um ghostly vocals uh and then and then he uses like these different string sections across the entire album that are really powerful and ro robust uh yeah i like that song a lot too what about you what about you yeah, this is definitely the most immediate song on the album. It's the most energetic while still being accessible. This this was one of my favorite songs on the album. And if I had to get somebody to say they like one of Tricks Point Never, who probably wouldn't like most of this stuff, I'd either show them this or No Nightmares. Yeah, I think the autotune vocals on like most of the tracks here kind of can open this up to, you know, your average listener, even if the more esoteric parts might put them off a bit. Uh, see, I'm see, you know I'm not an auto I'm not an auto-tune person at all. Like I'm more, I like it in spots. I don't. That's maybe the other thing in this album. Like most of the vo the, the the vocals were digital or excuse me were auto-tuned. That just doesn't it doesn't resonate with me sometimes. Well, I, I I think that it has a lot of versatility as a tool. You know, to change and sure. reflect like you know how sort of digital our lives have become anyway. And it also yeah. kind of creates like a sterile, detached, emotional. I mean, emotionless um vibe and whatever singer is using it so i feel like he put it to good use of this album. and it's almost to convey a a, a a weak signal when you're listening to it as it's coming in on your radio yeah uh, you know because even my dreams kissed in digital gloss it's my reality oh that's a line from the song kids i don't know if you do that so i should in like yeah that's pretty poetic uh lyrically speaking i would say yeah, yeah for sure uh, but yeah, I think it should probably be mentioned at this point that most of the songs on here have like extended intros and outros and like different sections that sort of interweave and come yeah, in and out. Yeah, yeah. They're not like straightforward at all. They're all these different sort of like patchwork arranged sections and, and different things like that. One of my favorite songs was The Weather Channel, um, which is a really sort of odd odd little bit of, of, of uh, ambient music. I, I definitely like the first chunk of the song. I enjoyed the plinky, the plinky synths and the very droney background. Mm. Um, it if I'm trying to see if I can feed you guys a, a point here on guesses. It reminded me of Line Extension by Oval. Anybody put down Oval? No. Okay. I don't think Dad even knows or, who that is. I am no. Or one of, or one of the more <laughs> Ambient cuts off of systemic, <laughs> systemic by old oval. Oh, so um, ignorant. But yeah, I, I what I like a lot about this song is that it starts like with this really sort of quaint, small bouncing synth beat, and then it kind of transforms into this giant, sort of yeah, uh, yeah, this giant sort of like oceanic. I know I already said that a lot, but like uh, oceanic like spectrum of different sounds with all these different clattering synths that come in and. There's like it sort of ebbs and flows in and out in the middle of the song with all these different like warped vocal samples, clicks and snaps, all of it sort of churning together into like uh, kind of a, a warped ambient like masterpiece in my opinion.
Yeah, and then the second half. I think Dad definitely liked the second the second half of the song with uh the with the rap part. That's what I would guess would be your favorite part of this album, because it very much has the has um the chill wave style hi hats on it, and and then it's a very mellowed out rap verse. But I don't know if you you're into that mellow of rap. Well, Jimmy, it's funny you say that. <laughs> Because when I think about the song, to me, what you guys liked about it, I disliked in the first part. Like mm. the vocal drops and the synths, the sort of, it's very scattershot. But then when the last third of the song, when the when the vocals drop in, I like it, right? Because you know I like Chill Wave and, uh, you know, some of that stuff and the hi-hat. So yes, I, that's that's exactly what I was thinking about it. Like I like when the vocals, I'm like, oh, okay. Overall, the song is just too long. In in fact, I'm going to say a dirty. I'm going to say a dirty word. To me, it almost gets it almost edges on new age, which is like you know a really dirty word. That's almost as bad as saying smooth jazz. Um, but I, I I was like, ooh, this is this is a little noodly, and maybe maybe that's what it was going for. I, I don't know. I like how tranquil and evocative it I, is I, actually. I, I I, th- I like stuff like that, which uses like random found sounds to create I, like I, a soundscape. I like I like found sounds. Don't, don't get me wrong on that. But I don't know if those are found <clears throat> or or whatever. Uh, uh, or I, I like. Well, they've been touched up in some way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I I've listened to a lot of um, songs like like this. I guess it, it it sat with a with a bunch of the better stuff in that in those genres. Well, Dad, I'm surprised you like the last part the most because the. Like the vocal delivery is so deadpan, and then eventually, like he starts layering on these different distortion and pitch shift, pitch shift, um, pitch, pitch shifting, uh, you know, effects that sort of warp it beyond any sort of normal mm. rap verse. So, but I like a little bit of deadpan, the deadpan rapping yeah. sometimes. So that that's that that sort of that sort of works. For me. And this and this song shows a very interesting part of this album, which is that while this album, like the whole track list, is eclectic. Songs are eclectic within themselves as well, which I find very interesting. It's very much like flipping through the channels yes. at all times. As I said, the way that he conveys the concept of the album, I think is great. You diff- you just hear all these different like weird um, stream of consciousness sounds that interweave in and out. Um, but yeah, what was what was what was your favorite song, Jimmy? My favorite song was "I Don't Love Me Anymore." That's um, a banger. <laughs> yeah, it starts off, and here's definitely where you guys can get points. It starts off very much like Fords of Canada. Yeah. Or I have that written for you. Yeah. <laughs> you got ding, 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 a ring. Like Fords of Canada, as well as this other song called Telephone 529 by Musicology, um, the artificial intelligence mixtape that Warp originally put out. But it definitely goes far like past that as it adds in as it adds in more guitar and and it becomes more of a general angstier song i wish though that the end of it how um overwhelming it gets at the end i wish that were longer because that's my favorite part of that song mm-hmm. you know as more and more guitars layered in over and and nearly drowns out his thoughts and what he's thinking because it's just the situation around him is really made the actual love he's feeling towards himself or anyone just just a kind of like an afterthought to how overwhelming the situation has become 
I, um, I agree. I love how it builds with like the steady a lot of electronic drum beat behind it the whole time myself. You you've more or less covered the territory of it, but I think that that um the eight oh eights in the background really helps sort of build on it and create a really good foundation. Yeah, and it really drives forward a track that's other that the other the rest of the um it it creates a, a good base for the rest of the album. Because yeah. aside from that, it's rather formless. It really drives the whole track forward. The for me, it's it's too wobbly in in early on the underwater sound and the sort of the underwater sounds I sort of feel. And then I we're diametrically opposed, Jimmy. I'm 360 degrees from you on this one. <laughs> no, that would be 180. Sorry, yeah. never mind. Uh, do the math. You're so, standing there right there with him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As the more the sounds got layered on, I was like, oh, it was really. It was really like mm. not, I'm gonna say painful to me, but I was like, "Ugh!" It just dragged dragged me further away from the song, from like the concept of the song. Interesting, right? Yeah. I just I was like, "Ugh!" This is too much. It's it's formless, right? It's it's sort of it's sort of too much, and I can't. I need things to be. I need things to be more linear. Mm. Right, it's not to me. It's not linear. But you're you're asking an an, 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 an album that's not linear at its I core know. to be linear. I, I like some um, of the chains out, but that song I was sort of like, oh, this needs to. Be. Remember, it was the first, right? This is the first song in the album, right? No, no this is like the second the, or third. Oh, I'm sorry, the it's thir- it's the third, the third, right? Not well, intro, not not including the interludes and intros. And okay, intros. okay. So I don't know. I I maybe I don't know when I. I, I had that thought. I think it maybe was one of my first or second listens through, but I don't know. I was just like, oh, this is just all too much. But when you when you said when you talked about it, Jay and T also is that I got like, oh, I sort of got what you were saying. Like that maybe mm-hmm. gave me a better better perspective on it. But mm-hmm. I also uh, think that this song does what a lot of songs do very well. Um, they kind of rebel against the radio fade out and yeah. instead they crescendo to the end and get more overwhelming so that the fade out is just that you can't pay attention to everything going on anymore as opposed mm-hmm. to it pulling back yeah and i like that the distortion throughout this album is applied in a way where it's like the the radio signal itself is sort of like bad or cutting out yeah. or something like that um and uh yeah all those different things are pretty great um i definitely want to talk about the interludes though because i really like the interludes on this album yeah my my favorite and i have like almost a paragraph about it, is the second interlude where he says so the question that we um end up coming back to is have you changed and we reply uh yes which i think which i think is really great and it's really we're going to use a, a really interesting word here. It's really deep. Thank you so much. I thought you were almost going um, to get to my, my, my word. I thought you were almost going to say the thing that, that I thought you were going to say, but you just, you just veered off at the last second. The, the um, bowling ball went in the gutter. Okay. Because, because the uh, yes thing, it's, it's cause it's almost laughably obvious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cause of course, as, um, if you look at any point in time to where you are now, you've changed. Right. Yeah. But then, if somebody else were to ask you that, right? So have you changed since then? You'd be like, yeah. But then as you look back yourself on times where you've done something that you regret or done something that you're even proud of, you it's not as easy of a question for you because you're either too too frightened to say that you've changed or 
or too stubborn to sing, you know? Because mm-hmm. if it does reflect bad on you, you're like, ah, oh, is that still me? Everybody in the world knows that you, you've changed, that time changes you, but but you can't see that when it's yourself. Yeah, definitely. Now, after that last essay just got dropped on our heads, uh, I would say I had a bit of a different reaction than you to the um, interludes. I, I thought part of it was kind of highlighting how how useless all the different things that people on the radio say are because they're there you can never really catch too much of a phrase and it's buried under all these different sounds and it might suddenly cut out in the middle of a uh, sentence and I, I thought that was like uh, him sort of commenting on how like uh people just gab and talk and and say like the most meaningless crap on the radio um and it just fills up your your ears and your life, and it doesn't really offer you anything much of substance. And that was and that kind of was like how a lot of different things are in general in life, where we just say these different things to each other. That's just that's just talk. Like we're just talking for the sake of talking. Um, obviously, I think we can kind of coexist with these two different ideas. But I yeah. I, I I sort of had a, a I I think he was sort of getting into like how like pointless half the things we say are like how how we don't really try to make say these meaningful things while we're here on the planet i actually think you on this i think you're sort of both right i think it is useless stuff but when i think the way they've amalgamated some of it yeah. it becomes it becomes something that like the like the line that jimmy said it becomes something useful but i, I agree with you some of those are sort of radio drops and they're putting stuff together and it's, yeah. it's like it's it Part of it makes you laugh, right? Because you're like, it's, oh, it's, it's, and so, it's funny. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. But then occasionally they put some pieces together, and you're like, oh, that like wow, that 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 has a different that has like a different meaning, or that has especially, like a layered meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the music that our parents showed us no longer defines us. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They say that. They say that as well. They also say something about the country will never die. It'll just give us more room to grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think really creates this overarching theme of that also shown through the self-referential element of this album Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um that's about accepting who you are and where you've been and still and seeing that it all has made you where you are now Mm -hmm. but you're still not the same you know but still accepting that that's you know that you are who you are yeah and that's sort of reflected in how he's taking all these different sounds and changing them into something new throughout the album. exactly so dad as a radio host uh what did you th- as a former radio host i should say what did you think specifically of the radio aspects of this album uh you know like I, did, were they true to like your experience or? uh no because it was doing you know more <laughs> I, I mean i was doing college radio so it was much different sort of what i like more of the but it was it's it's an interesting concept Right, because we're doing freeform college radio, right? So there's no real commercials and stuff. It's all yeah. sort of open ended. Um, it it was more it was more of like the soundtrack. It was more of the soundtrack of my youth, but not really, right? Like flipping around in the stations, right, and finding like like now new and improved yeah whole lot of love right things like that Back when radio was actually a thing yeah yeah we used to do go through the dials and and find things so no my i that's how it reminded me of more of of me as a as a kid listening to radio and but i would have to say when i think about that radio experience 
to me, something I like more than an album like this is something like the Avalanche's first album. But we won't go there. That's more yeah. like an like a like a rate like a ongoing to me like an ongoing radio broadcast that sort of moves and shifts. But this is this Both is our plunderphonics. Yeah, yeah. This is a little. I guess this has a you know a little more depth to it, in, in a, or a little more of like a thinking. Like you have to think a little more on this one. So mm-hmm. that it, it's really it's really ra- pieces of radio of my youth. I've been in situations where my phone has died, so I haven't been able to put on um, music from my phone. So I've gone to the radio, and Jimmy's <laughs> acting like it's this historical <laughs> artifact. Like, like, where do I put? I, oh my uh, goodness! <laughs> I'm trying. I was just trying to say that the that the um, interludes are kind of like when you're between yeah between two stations and. Because at one point I heard this, it was like this really disturbing mix of like an antidepressant commercial and like a lawnmower commercial. <laughs> and it, just, it was really bizarre. Which is which is strange. close to what we're talking about. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the weird juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that's how the... it can kind of combine and create this new sort of message. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Yeah, let's uh let's uh talk about like one or two more songs and wrap things up. So uh, I I want to talk about No Nightmares real quick and how much I hate that song. Oh, that's that's a fun pop ballad. No, it's like, just annoying. It's just oh so so schmaltzy and overly sentimental. Like I feel like on one hand he is trying to tap into that radio pop aesthetic but i don't like that aesthetic and you're kind of just playing it kind of straight meanwhile the rest of the album is kind of remixing it in a way that's interesting and experimental and cool yeah i i would agree but i didn't i didn't dislike it as much as you did i it but it was the kind of thing where i could if you can easily make harmonies over a song on like your first listen that probably means that the melody isn't all that interesting or or like new and different so well, it didn't I mean, even have to break new ground or anything i i like a good amount of pop music but there has to be well, there has to be something interesting to it yeah that's more what i was saying more, yeah more interesting it, it was just really a straight ahead synth pop 80s song yeah, yeah i i really thought it was it had it was a more traditional song structure than any any of the others um and that was fine for me it it, it didn't really it like it was my favorite no 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 because no. it was normal it, it, it was it was okay i didn't really have a strong feeling like yeah. on some of the yeah. others i was just like okay yeah I, uh, it was there i wouldn't i, I don't want to make more of it than yeah. i just to stretch for time or anything no i just figured <laughs> it was worth mentioning what about you guys do you have any other songs you want to talk about two songs that i that very that, that touched me emotionally were imago and um, Alo and Alto, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Bo- Alto, yeah. Both of those, I'll, I'll start with Imago. That one is great because unlike other like um, the um, songs that that are like that, where it slowly becomes more and more distorted. Um, this time, it felt like the sample that was getting distorted only became more present as the song went on, and. And the song as itself became more present as well when when the strings came in and glitchiness kind of like flavored the whole rest of it as well. Yeah, what I like about that song a lot is that he's actually kind of doing a fair bit of self-reference at the beginning there with the repetitive sample is totally something off of like Replica with like 
uh, it gets cut off as he's like finishing the word imagine over and over. Um, and then it kind of turns into a really sort of sweet ambient track that crackles and pops at the edges of it. And uh, yeah, it's really nice and it, and it builds to a really nice conclusion while retaining that distorted edge the whole time. Another tra- the only other track I was going to highlight um, was Nothing Special. Um, last track it's it's it starts out to me it's like a bit of a lullaby if you were mm. steering your spaceship um just around the tanhauser gates um <laughs> then it flips and then it flips again in like the last 30 seconds but i sort of like the the this sort of this sort of soothing quality to it um but then i said that gets that gets mixed up in a blender and, and rejigged again but that was sort of song that was that was notable for me. Yeah, I really like the outro. It's kind of like classic mm-hmm. Kraftwerk synth stuff at the end. It's a really nice tone. I, I like it a lot. It sounds like you're going through a tunnel with rainbows in it. So, Ooh, <laughs> tunnel with rainbows in it. That's deep. Electronic rainbows. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. So is that uh, is that all we have to say about the album? Is that all the predictions that we have? Oh yeah, what uh, what uh, did we what did we not say or did say? Um, for Dad, I missed both of yours this time. I thought you'd definitely mention George Clanton because of because of the more chill wave elements of it, and I thought you'd get um you'd get I don't love me anymore and how overwhelming it got because it's almost kind of shoegazy in and how it kind of just tries to overwhelm you into enhancement. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't say those things. Oh, your disappointment. I'm sorry. You're, you're not predictable I, enough. I know, I know, I'm not predictable enough. No, uh, no you're fine. I thought that one was a bit of a stretch, but uh, um, there's a chance. Go ahead. And then, of course, I got Psychedelic, kind of a cheap one, but, you know, I got it. And um, the other one I put was Really Beautiful, because that's just something you say a lot. <laughs> He does say it really I, I think, yeah. I mean, it, it does have its moments, but I. I <laughs> you said it's really more of, powerful at some point. At one point, I was like five letters off. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's more evocative than anything. Uh, evocative. <laughs> We're going right. to get into abjective porn. Um, but no, I thought Dad would totally reference Matmos because he loves. He hates the plinky plinky rat bone cage rattling. I, 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 that I thought would be too cliche to even talk about it. Yeah. And yeah. I thought you'd also reference Prefuse with how glitchy and how much it changes and shifts gears. Sorry, I disappointed y'all. But we disappointed you. We didn't say any of you. What about the yeah, time? What did you put for me? Um, I I just said boards of Canada. You would reference. Them. I only had one. Yeah, you only had one. Okay, I don't have anything else for you. I thought you would say you almost said it. I thought you would say it's very high concept. You almost you, you oh, said I concept. concept. I was like, ooh, say hi. Put add it on. Can you dub that in? Just push it in there. High concept. It's it's me, Jimmy. I totally just said high concept. Uh... And then I thought Tommy may say the phrase takes you to a world you're not familiar with. I thought Tom may say that very, so pretentious. I thought he, well, he would, but he never got to that level of pretension yeah, in the entire well, album. I would say it's a pretty familiar place. Okay. If, if just remix and distorted a bit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do our ratings? Yeah. Um, uh, we should keep track of the points, by the way. Yeah, we, we can. our predictions. Tommy so. and I are at one. Each. <laughs> yeah. One each. Dad's at zero, and he'll uh, forever be at zero. Yeah, that's how I want to be. So, yeah, Jimmy, you want to go first? Rating? Yeah. I As I said, I thought the first the first bit of the album was really strong. The, uh, sec- the tail end of it, 
Um, I can't just ignore that the tail end of it didn't really capture me. And still, each individual song isn't exactly perfect, and and some of the songs themselves are, are much better at the tail end than they started. So I give it probably just surprisingly like either a, a six point nine or a seven. Wow. Point zero. Six point nine. We're getting into the Dewey Decimal. I know. System. I know. He's uh, really going deep. Uh, Dad, what are you? Um, I'm gonna give it four misshapen records out of ten. <laughs> Wow, that's low. I I tell like I I just when I bet when like I said when I bounce it up against the things I I don't know if I'd ever come back and say I'm gonna listen to this album. And I don't want to go even too, Long Road Home. Maybe I'd put it on a if I maybe I'd put it on a playlist. I I maybe put it on one song on a playlist and that was yeah. it. Like but like last week um, for Eve's tumor Eve tumor cheap plug. Um, go listen to our first episode. They probably already have. Okay, <laughs> but no, we got, we've got to get a bigger audience going. Um, like that, I, like their songs. Like I was humming, like those songs. I was thinking about all last week. I was like, oh, I've got to, uh, I've got to hey, this track. Like I think, oh, I'm gonna listen to some of their stuff. I don't know if I'll ever come back to this album. It just, it, it just didn't, it just didn't resonate with me. That, that's all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say even though like I'm not totally in love with it anymore, I feel like it's still a great album in a lot of ways, and I definitely actually would listen to individual songs off of it again and again, especially since like I've been in a electronic mood lately. So yeah, I would say like uh, yeah, an eight out of ten. Um, so their average rating four plus seven plus eight, twelve nineteen divided by three, six point three. Yeah, out of ten. Oh, I should say I give it. Eight conservative talk show hosts out of ten. <laughs> okay. so, I forgot. I forgot to mention. Yeah, it was just supposed to be. It's supposed to be some weird. Um... And six point nine ratings out of ten. So. <laughs> Who knows what a rating yeah. is? Okay. Yeah, but anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in uh, once again, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Peace. Kathy, now you can see how the sausage gets made.